episode 72 of Closer Mentality. I'm your host, Julia Mellett. In honor of the 50th anniversary of Title IX on June 23rd, I have a story straight from the kind of athlete that Title IX sought to give opportunity to. This week's episode highlights D3 athletics and the pros and cons of the NCAA's system. Today's guest is Letourneau University Volleyball's Hattie Mills. Mills began volleyball in first grade. Her mother found a local recreational league in their Texas hometown, and off Mills went. As she got to high school, Mills also fell in love with basketball. She played club sports in the Waco area, and seriously considered playing either volleyball or basketball in college. A layer of complexity grew on that goal when COVID-19 hit the United States. Mills was corresponding with coaches via email from all over the U.S., from Division I to NAIA, trying to make her dream of playing college sports a reality. Okay, so my recruiting happened during COVID, so 2020. And so that was kind of like a curse for like every other athlete. But for me, because I was kind of like not playing at the biggest club and not on the top team all the time, it was kind of like a blessing because all coaches could do is just sit at their computer and recruit kids. And so I was just sending emails to like Clemson, TCU, like big schools, you name it, Stanford. And I would like get emails back. But I mean, they were like, oh, sorry, we're already recruited. I started my recruiting process late, like I said. Or not late, but like late for going Division One. And I had heard of Letourneau through my high school volleyball coach because she went, that was her alma mater and that's where she went. Um, so I was just like, huh, why not just add them to my email list? I feel like I've add or I've emailed the entire like college, every single college in the United States <laughs> at this point. So I'm like, maybe they'll give me a chance. So yeah. The coach reached back out to me and was like, we want to have you on a visit. And I was like, cool, this is looking good. She had a handful of volleyball programs show interest in her, but the coaching staffs couldn't actively offer her opportunities on their teams as she hasn't officially visited. Mills landed at Letourneau University, a school three hours from Waco, and became one of 3,000 undergraduates when she finally stepped on campus in 2021. Aside from the coronavirus rearing its ugly head, Joining the team as a freshman brought its own problems for Mills. She was far away from home and started experiencing performance anxiety. As frequent as those who are able to play experience anxiety related to playing time, Mills found herself on the opposite side. She had sustained a stress fracture in her foot ahead of freshman year and was in the boot for eight weeks while the season played out around her. I kind of had this mindset going into it like, okay, I'm just going to work hard. I'm going to learn and I'm gonna just take it all in and hopefully playing will come along with that well then I got hurt and I was just like okay well now all I can do is kind of just like watch and learn and just like be the best teammate that I can be um and be the best like encourager and build up my teammates and listen to them and just kind of be almost like a manager figure which I think was a good thing for me because I've always been a player and I've always been like the captain in high school or whatever. So I feel like it was a good experience for me. So then came home for Christmas break and my parents were like, this just doesn't seem right. Like, let's get a second opinion from like our orthopedic at home. And he looked at my x-rays and <laughs> found out there was no fracture ever. There was never a fracture in my foot. 
he was like, did you get to look at your x-rays? And I was like, no. I mean, he like flipped them to me for a second, but I never like got to study them. And he was like, well, next time you need to ask for that because he was like, you never had a fracture. And I was like, so why was my foot hurting? And why was it like burning? And he was like, well, you actually just have what's called a stress reaction, which is just right before your foot breaks. So like it, I mean, if you would have kept playing, there's a potential for you to break your foot, but your foot was never broken. So you didn't technically need the boot. You could have played the entire season. And I was like, good. <laughs> That's really awesome. Thank you. Mills developed a blog during her freshman season, mainly to flesh out her emotions regarding being sidelined, her rocky relationship with food, and moving away from home. I've always been a pretty creative person, I think. And at my high school that I went to, we like, all we did was write and read. And so I found myself like finding, I don't like academic writing or like scientific writing. I just like creative writing because I can write however I want. <laughs> and so I was like, I was literally like taking a shower one day and I was like, hmm, I have a lot of things that I want to think about, that I want to talk about. And so I wrote like my first Instagram post. And then there was one night I like could not fall asleep because I was like just thinking about all of these things. And I was like, I have like paragraphs like written out in my head and I need to like share them with people. And so I wrote like my next two Instagram posts. And then I was like, hmm, well, I don't want to spam everyone all the time with these like eight paragraph Instagram captions. <laughs> so I was like, I'll put it in a blog where if you want to read it, you can. So I started the blog and I have like much more room to write and kind of expand on what I'm talking about. And so that's kind of why I started it just as like a outlet to kind of reflect and maybe share some thoughts that are um, relatable to other people. And from that has come two podcast interviews. So <laughs> I'm like, cool. I didn't know my horrible freshman year would lead to people being interested. Yeah, I kind of just, I didn't want to make it this like super high level reading. I was just like, no, this is going to be me rambling on, on my blog. And I'm not going to use like correct grammar and I'm not going to like sugarcoat anything. I mean, I talked about like weight gain and binge eating and all of that stuff. And like, no one talks about that unless they're like, an influencer you know what I'm saying and so I was like I'm not an influencer but I am a college athlete and I know other college athletes deal with stuff like this all the time so might as well talk about it because it's not something that needs to be shamed. The link to read Hattie's blog let's talk about this is in the show notes. Her coaching staff couldn't figure out how to approach Mills's mental struggles but it wasn't for lack of trying. They wanted to help as much as they could, but I never really opened up to them or got super close to them just because one, I didn't know how to talk about the things that I was feeling. And two, it was all, it almost felt like they were like closed off and kind of didn't want to have to deal with it a little bit. And so I don't think that's what they, I don't think that that was their intention. But that's like how it kind of came off, especially to like a younger, like new college student. She talked with a psychologist during that time as well to hopefully get more information on managing her feelings. I was injured pretty much my entire freshman season and I talked about performance anxiety a little bit 
and how like I literally experienced performance anxiety while I was injured and I wasn't even performing. Like, I just think that's ridiculous. And that, that shouldn't even be a topic of like discussion for an injured athlete is performance anxiety. But like, I definitely struggled with that. I was like, I don't even know. It was just, it was weird. It was just a lot of pressure even for someone who's like just sitting on the bench in a boot, I'm like, that's ridiculous. The pressure that's put on to like developing kids. <laughs> um, and then I also talked about, um, she told me that I could potentially, I mean, she, she was like a grad student, so she couldn't technically like diagnose me, you know what I'm saying? Um, but she was telling me that there's a chance that I could have like situational depression and anxiety just from like everything that I had experienced my freshman year. And everything like with the volleyball team and the environment of that and just like socially all of the things that i had gone through um a lot of that could have just built up and you just you know stuff happens and you don't really know how to process it and you're by yourself and you don't have anyone to talk to i talked about the performance anxiety and i like linked it on my instagram and i had like tons of athletes like respond and just say like this was really relatable this was really good really well said just all that stuff until i was like oh people are actually like liking this this is cool she also alluded to issues acclimating to new friendships both on and off the volleyball team it was kind of hard to like develop deep friendships with people that i had known for like four months <laughs> you know and so like i know friendships take time but i just like I don't think that like those kind of friendships were what I was expecting. Like, I feel like I was just expecting something like a friendship, like high school where it's like, you're with them for like eight years and your best friends and inseparable, but it definitely <laughs> was not that. I didn't want to be someone that I wasn't like, I know I'm really strong in who I am. And I like, I know who I am. I know my values. And so I didn't want to have to change those to make friends. You know what I'm saying? And so I think that like learning that lesson is like super lonely, but it's one of the most beneficial lessons that you can learn is like learning who you are and just learning how to navigate like what people are going to be good for you and they're going to help build you up versus who's going to like change you and try to make you do stuff that you don't necessarily want to do. Mills talked about athlete burnout, a freshman season that went far from the plan, D3 athletics, her grades slipping, and how anxiety shifted the way she saw her capabilities. I've always been a good student. I like graduated high school with a 4.0, um, was like a very good student. I went to a really academically rigorous high school. Um, and so I thought that I was going to be well prepared for college. And I, I guess I just like started to experience like true burnout. And so I was just like exhausted all the time. I was tired. I had a difficult roommate situation and that was pretty exhausting for me. Um, and I just like, couldn't even keep up. I mean, I was doing my stuff, but I was kind of, I wasn't really doing it well. And so just not putting in a lot of effort, not putting a lot of effort into like studying for my tests, 
And so I was just like, I don't care. I'm just doing what I need to to pass. And then second semester will come and I'll get back on track. And that also didn't happen. <laughs> I started experiencing more burnout even after season. And so I'm like just taking the summer to rest and like do a few classes because like I'm trying to graduate early so I can just get out. <laughs> but um, yeah, I just burnout was a big thing. And so I kind of dealt with it just like taking time for myself. I didn't really make a lot of friends my freshman year, if I'm being completely honest. Um, and so I got a lot of time with myself. And so I would like do things like go get my nails done or go to Target, go shopping or whatever, just to like take a breather. So those were kind of some of the things that I did. Her vulnerability has attracted athletes from a litany of sports to her words and the emotions behind them. Her pointed dialogues on slowing down and decompressing are relatable to athletes at all levels and non-athletes alike. What needs to change is the way that the resources for those athletes listen to them. So like the coaches or the managers or however high up the athlete is, whether it's like NBA or like just NAIA, like the coaches have to listen or like someone has to listen to them and someone has to help them because like there have been too many athletes that have lost their lives because of mental struggles. And so all of these athletes can talk about what they've been struggling and people can listen and stuff, but like nothing's going to change unless the people that are higher up like coaches and stuff actually do something about it. Whether that's changing their coaching philosophy or whether it's changing their coaching methods, stuff like that, like that has to change because there's a ridiculous amount of pressure on athletes of any age. Like even my brother who's like 12 years old is like worried about college recruitment. Like that's stupid. That's ridiculous. He's 12. He needs to go be a 12 year old boy. He does not need to worry about whether he's going to play Baylor or UT. Like <laughs> that's so crazy. Um, so yeah, something has to change. And I think that it comes from the people who are higher up. If you feel like your mindset and mental state would benefit from speaking with someone outside of your school or organization, today's sponsor may be just the perfect resource. Nearly all of the athletes and team personnel who have shared their stories on this platform have utilized either a sports psychologist or a therapist. Now, I'm bringing that option to you, the listeners. If you've ever listened to a Close Your Mentality episode and thought, I feel exactly the same way, I'm working with BetterHelp to bring online therapy to your phone and computer. BetterHelp offers video, phone, and live chat options, and you can speak to a licensed therapist in less than 48 hours. BetterHelp will assess your need to match you with your own licensed professional therapist. BetterHelp has more than 20,000 licensed therapists around the country, and you have access to them at any time. You can get thoughtful messages from your therapist, and if you aren't happy, it's free to change providers. If you're worried about the cost of traditional talk therapy, BetterHelp also plans for that. They offer financial aid if funding is the only thing standing between you and getting the help that you need. Join the over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. I have a special offer for all Closer Mentality listeners. You can get 10% off your first month of professional therapy at betterhelp.com forward slash Closer Mentality. That's betterhelp.com forward slash Closer Mentality. Thanks again to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. The link is also in the show notes. And thank you to Hattie Mills for sharing her story this week. You can follow her on Instagram at underscore Hattie Mills underscore and Closer Mentality at Closer Mental. 
As I mentioned, the link to Hattie's blog is in the show notes. If you would like to share your story on Closer Mentality, send at Closer Mental a DM. If you would like to watch Hattie and I's full interview, the link to Closer Mentality Uncensored's YouTube channel is in the show notes. Thanks for listening to episode 72 of Closer Mentality. As always, I'm your host, Julia Mellett. See you next week.